0: There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello, good morning. Oh, I thought I was going to beat the street digging truck this morning, but maybe not. Anyway, it's fine. It's a beautiful sunny day. The only sad thing is I'm looking out my window and there is a lovely man, a houseless man, who sleeps in his car just in front of my house many nights. And some mornings I get up in the morning and I know that it's cold and I look outside and think, oh my sweet fellow. Yikes, so cold but he is wrapped up to the nines. And one time I, I've spoken to him lots of times. He's a very sweet guy and I bring him soup sometimes and I bring him homemade cookies when I make some and he's always really happy for that. But he, uh, he doesn't seem to mind. I mean, uh, we talked about, oh, when the stimulus thing comes through, I'm gonna get me an apartment. But he never did. He never did. And uh, I think he just prefers it this way. His girlfriend lives in the house on the corner and I don't know if he could live with her or he can't but he sleeps outside all night and then she comes and joins him and then they drive around and I don't know what they do but he's a lovely guy and he seems to prefer it this way somehow but he's really tall and I worry about his spine and his bones sleeping in that chair every night but oh we never know we never know other people's circumstances and what they're going through so i send my good wishes and my blessings out my front window to him every morning and i hope that life works out for him the way he wants it to someday i'll dedicate this episode to him here's to isaac so uh we were at the end of our portfolio center career and Dave as one of his projects designed our wedding invitation. It was so adorable. Uh, he had chosen three trios of things that went together and he put them on the outside. Little photographs of peaches and cream, peanut butter and jelly, macaroni and cheese, and then you open the inside and it says Dave and Diana. <laughs> and it was so cute. <laughs> it was very, you know, homemade and adorable. I mean again, We were not getting any kind of expert advice. We certainly didn't have a wedding planner or anything like that, oh my goodness. So we were putting this together ourselves pretty much. So those wedding invitations were all set and ready to go out. And I remember my Uncle Jim complaining about our choice of venue and he was like, oh please, nobody's gonna wanna go to Block Island for a wedding, that's ridiculous. Why don't you just, you know, make it easy on yourselves and get some venue right here in Sneedon's Landing? I was like, nope, we're holding out. It's a beautiful, beautiful place, and we are going to make it work. And please, come on. If someone invited you to a wedding on Block Island, you'd make it work. It's great. We stuck to our guns. My mom rented a block of rooms at the National Hotel, which is this beautiful old, I guess it was built in like the 20s or something like that. And it's this huge old-fashioned hotel that looks out onto the main roadway that is in front of the harbor. And it's called Water Street, of course. It faces the harbor, so you have this beautiful view. But of course, you probably hear the ferries coming in all day long. But, you know, give and take. And she also secured the 1661 Inn, for the reception and the beautiful penthouse, top floor suite at the Manisees for our first night together as man and wife. And so some very important things were nailed down right away. And we were really excited about that. And when we sent out our invitations to our friends, they were all like, oh, hells yeah, oh, I'm coming. So we had my friend, my Birdman friends, Annie, of course, Judy and Joe, Dante, Chris, Andy, John Galley, who came from the Birdman group. And then Tom, Zia and Sean and Mary were absolutely like, oh yeah, we're coming for sure. So they joined us because they were still our core group of great friends. Oh, and Art, yeah, the guy who ate canned hams all the time, he came too. So we were all set to do that in September. But first, there was graduation from Portfolio Center, which I have to confess, I don't remember too much about it. I do remember that we had a big gallery show of all of the senior work, the best work of all the seniors who were graduating. And that took a while, you know, we hung it, and we prepped for it. And there was going to be a big opening reception, very exciting where all of these muckety mucks, you know, um, from the advertising world were gonna come and be invited because Ron and Gemma, the owners of the school, they knew them. And so there was going to be a big reception. And really the only thing I remember about it, I mean, I have my whole portfolio and things that must've been hanging there, but the only thing I remember about it was that we were all dressed up and I at one point sneezed and the entire room fell silent. Now I have a sneeze, that can do that. When I let loose with a sneeze, it is enormous. (laughs) Huge, huge sound. And that was because when I was a kid, I was told that if you hold your sneezes in, you will blow your brains out your ears. Now, biologically, this is not possible, of course, but you know, kids, what do they know? And by the time I learned that this was not biologically possible, it was too late. And that sneeze was my sneeze. <laughs> so I met people who sneeze like, ah, and I'm like, really, what is that? What is that? That's not a sneeze. How, how are you? How is that satisfying? <laughs> so I cleared the room with my sneeze. People must have noticed me. And I was like, oh, now that I have your attention, hire me. <laughs> no, I don't think it worked that way. Anyway, I know that many of our friends were going straight to work, straight out of school. But Dave and I were going to have a little fun uh, before we did that. We're going to have a summer of fun stuff. We knew we were going to go to New York City because everybody who's anybody has to go to New York City and start there. If I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Right. And Mary was going to go up to New York City as well. So we were going to work that out. But first we went to Block Island to confirm some of the things like we had to do tastings, taste the cake and and some of the food and make sure what we wanted at our reception dinner. And anyway, I'll get to that later, but I'm not sure I even remember anyway. uh, And then there was a rehearsal dinner, which was going to be a clam bake, Very exciting to finalize and spend a few days in Block Island. Why wouldn't we? Sure. It's gorgeous. And then I was gonna take Dave to Italy because he had never been out of the country and going to my family's home in Italy was gonna have to be his first stop because it just was. To be part of the family, you had to go there. And he was super excited. He At least he had been on an airplane before, but he'd never had a passport before and that was super exciting, getting his first passport. He was thrilled. And so when we got on this plane, he didn't sleep too much because he was just too excited. And we got there and I think we flew into Milan and then into Genoa. So we had to change planes and, you know, see the whole Italian airport and all of the signs in foreign languages and whoa, so cool. And then we got to our home and usually what I usually do is unpack and then have lunch and then take a nap afterwards because jet lag yikes gotta get rid of it somehow but Dave was like oh no no I, I don't want to waste any time at all I'm fine I can do this so I went along and Uncle Johnny was like yeah yeah best thing to do is go take a good swim and that will wake you up and refresh you and you'll be ready for the day So we did that. We went down to the water and he had spent many childhood summers at the beach in North Carolina. And the beach in North Carolina and the Ligurian coast bear no resemblance at all. The Ligurian coast is all rocks and you might have a beach now and again which is completely made out of little round pebbles and not at all sand, mostly. So that was a new experience clambering down the rocks to get into the water and his tender little feet i remember his tender little white southern boy feet and he had to get himself a pair of water shoes because he was like ow this is too much for me (laughs) uh we were all toughing it out all the time every summer with our soles of our feet getting tough and gnarly and scary Gnarly, I just whipped that one out. Anyway, and so he was kind of the first one who introduced water shoes to everybody and we were like, water shoes, we don't need. Oh wow, those are actually really great. (laughs) Yeah, so we didn't take a nap and that night at dinner, we were so exhausted and we had beautiful food and then they came around to ask, would anybody like an espresso afterwards? And Dave's like, oh yes, please. And I'm like, no, 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 no no espresso. Because I knew by that time that he and Caffeine, they didn't really get along. He had coffee in the morning and that's usually what he did. And then he never had coffee again the rest of the day because it would keep him up. But he was like, yes, please, espresso. I'm like, oh, okay. So. He had his espresso and all night long. Well, a lot of the night he was like poking me. Hey, hey. Um how do you say blue? And I was like, "Ah, oh, azurro." He's like, "Oh, cool, cool." And then there'd be some silence and I'm just drifting off and then, "Oh, hey, um um how do you say do you have?" I. Oh, okay, great, great. I could hear him rehearsing his Italian, and I was like, oh my God, no more espresso for you. And finally, we got some sleep, and we were staying in that same honeymoon suite. (laughs) Yes, it sounds all too familiar, but we were staying up at the Orbiana, which is a guest house, and my brother was staying there also, and my cousin Laura, I think, and my cousin Phil, And we went downstairs to breakfast the next morning to have Dave's first taste of true focaccia. I'm telling you people, the focaccia you get over here, it's not the same thing. Not at all. True focaccia for breakfast. And we're sitting around the breakfast table and my brother comes shuffling in because we always have lots of wine at dinner. So, you know, we being 20-somethings, we didn't know how to handle that most of the time. We just overdid it completely as one might imagine, and um, my brother comes shuffling in, and Dave turns to him, and he goes, Hey, John, ai colloni azzurri? <laughs> Which was the one Italian phrase that he had put together in the middle of the night out of all of his questions, and it means, Hey, John, do you have blue balls? <laughs> and my brother was like, Great, Dave. Wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> and the rest of us were cracking up. Oh my God. Dave, Dave. So we spent a wonderful, I think it was like 10 days maybe or something in Italy. Uh, We were exploring all of the nearby towns and there's a wonderful town just down the road from us called Nervi that has an open air market once a week. So we went to the market and we go shopping. And of course you wanted to buy some of the things that you must buy in Italy, like beautiful leather shoes and then we went to this other lovely town that's about 20 minutes away called Kamoli which means the houses of the wives and it's a fishing village built up into the mountainside where all of the houses can look out to the water and see the boats coming home so that the wives could see their husband's boat coming home and know when to throw the pasta in so that they'd have dinner ready. It is lovely, the little streets that all wander up and down the mountainside and then there's a pier that goes out to the water where you can walk out and the waves just slap up against it and make sprays and showers of ocean water and it's just a beautiful place. And there was a restaurant that we would always go to there that was above the town where the town was your view. And that was just a delightful place to have a sunset meal, gorgeous food, and look down over the town and then walk into the town for your after dinner promenade. So we really showed Dave the whole place and he did learn a bit of Italian, which was fun. And my family was charmed by him. He was a person who was easy to get to know and easy to like. And so they were all really excited about our upcoming wedding and our union. And that was so sweet. But before that, Dave was going to head home and start looking for work in NYC. And I was going off for one last trip with my mom as an unmarried woman. And my mom and I were gonna take a special trip to Africa. So exciting and I will tell you about that next time. Oh, such a tease. So exciting, something to look forward to. I'll see you then. Thanks for being here. Wanna make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade too. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com.